Welcome to A Hills Book Review, a place where we talk about books, movies, and things that make us feel good. Hi, I'm your host, Hill, and I love to read, and I welcome you to A Hills Book Review. So, on that note, let's get started! Welcome, my book lovers, my book reader, my authors. Welcome to May 2nd. Can you believe May is here already? I remember we were saying, you know, Happy New Year 2021. Now we're in May. Summer's coming. Is it me or time is going so freaking fast? Anyway, enough about time. We're here to talk about books, movies, and stuff that makes us feel good. Nothing too heavy, just stuff we enjoy. And thank you for being here today on A Hill's Book Reviews, Money Devils by Ashley and Jaquavis. I hope I'm saying his name right. Money Devils 1, to be exact. It's about the LaCroix sisters, Sutton, Anna, Luna, and Ashton. Uh, These women are no mess. They are on a mission to create an empire that is so big. They're like troubleshooters. If you have a corporation and or if you're a very wealthy person and you have a problem, you bring them in to solve the problem, almost like a fixer, we will call it. But the the crazy part is they start the problem so you can come in and have them fix it for you. The book is really good. And these sisters live by code. We don't they don't get involved. It's all about the business, okay? It's all about taking these wealthy men or taking these wealthy corporations and robbing them blind in a crazy sort of way. The older sister, who's the leader, falls in love with a guy who they plan on taking over his company and ripping his company off so that he can bring their company in to fix the problem that they had originally created. I know it sounds crazy. The book is good. The book is very good. Um, but usually Ashley and DeQuavis' books are, are pretty daggone good. Um, Money Devils 1. Um, it is a page turner. You will read it two, three days tops. Once you start reading it, you're going to boom, boom, boom. You're going to fly by it. And this is a spinoff. Money Devils 1 is a spinoff of um, The Cartel. And you've read some of the books, The Cartel, by them. Um, Cartel 1, Cartel 2. Um, I think there was uh, Money Hungry or something like that. I may be saying that wrong. But if you look them up, you'll see all their books. So this is a spinoff of the their famous cartel books, The Cartel, which I think I did an interview uh, preview on a couple of months ago. So Money Devils is pretty good. Like I said, it has a lot of crazy stuff going on, a lot of deception. You have uh, murder. You have intrigue. To me, truly, they need to make this into either a movie or a TV series so people can see it because I will watch it because it's just that good. These sisters are no joke. They're about their money. Um, I liked it. Uh, and it's also, the book is smart. 
and it's funny and it's shysty and it's not your typical urban fiction books that I like to read with the drug dealers and the abuse of women and, and the running from the cops. No, it's none of that. It's a very good read. It's a reading on a whole new, another level when it comes to stories. So, uh, part two, Money Devils 2 is coming out August 2021. I can't wait because I'm definitely going to read it. On a scale of one to 10, I give this a solid eight because their books are pretty good. If you have not read them, Ashley or DeQuavis, read some of their books. Like I said, I did The Cartel. Um, uh, Murder Mamas was good. Uh, the Street Has No King. That was really good. Um, look them up. You won't be sorry. Their books are very highly rated on Amazon. I'll tell you a book that's probably not that high rated. Well, it was, but I couldn't get into it. A Dollar Out of 15 Cent by Carolyn McGill. This book was very highly rated on Amazon. And it was supposed to be a good read. I just could not get into this book. And the book is about four best friends. And how one gets pregnant by her, by her friend, by one of her best friends. And the other one is seeing uh, her boss and she gets pregnant. And one of the girlfriends is very religious. And um, one of the girlfriends um, sleep with men for money. She works at the stripper club but she, and she sleeps with men on the side for money. And the whole storyline was a hot mess. One that didn't even hold my interest after a while because it just got crazy. You know when you read a book and the book is crazy, but it's a good crazy? This book, A Dollar Out of Fifteen Cent, was crazy, but not in a good way. It was, oh, I can't read this book no more. It's just, it's too foolish. The storyline, it just didn't hold for me. It just didn't grab me like it should have. Um, I need a storyline that's, that's going to like, okay, maybe two, three chapters in. It, it grabs me. It says, yeah, this is the book you want to read. And that a dollar and 15 cent by Carolyn McGill just did not do it for me. Um, I got maybe chapter eight, nine. And I had to put it down. I had to put it down. Um, books like Quan, like I said, Ashley and Jaquavis, Nikki Turner, Carl Weber. These authors write books that, that get you. Um, yes, I'm willing to give other books and other authors a try because that's how I found T. Styles. I was willing to give her a try and I'm hooked on her too because she writes some crazy off the wall, you know, books that you have to f say, what the hell? Excuse my friends, but she writes some off the wall books that are really good. Yes, I'm willing to give new authors a try, but Carolyn McGill, um, nah, she just didn't do it for me. So, have you ever read books that just didn't do it for you? You know, just like, oh, uh, no, you know, I'll get into a few chapters and this, the book just didn't say anything to you. 
if you did share with me right here on A Hills Book Review. You know where to find me. You can click on the links on Anchor FM. You can also find me on Facebook, the A Hills Book Club. You can find me at Books by A Hill on blogspot.com. You can find me on Twitter, Books, the A Hills Book Club. On Twitter, you know where to find me. Come on in, join. Let's talk about books and good movies and TV programs and just stuff in general that we like to talk about that makes us feel good. Um, Do you reread your books? I mean, what makes people reread books? Some people say, and the survey says, uh, that rereading a book is like watching a good movie more than once. Okay? Some say once you've read the book, there's no more excitement, and you know how it ends, so why reread the book? Some say they reread the book means that you learned something. You may learn something that you didn't learn the first time you read it. Okay. Some people say they like, it's like going home to a summer place. You put the book down, you pick it up, maybe you read it. You pick it up maybe six months to a year, and it's like going back home to a summer place where you're comfortable at and you know the characters and you know the story. Some say rereading the book because you can't find anything else to read, so you reread the book at the moment. That's me. I'm number five. I'll reread a book. It has to be like six months to a year, but I'll reread it if I can't find nothing else to read and I'm desperate. And I go through those reading withdrawals. Do you go through those too? If you don't have nothing to read, you start reading magazines. You start reading newspapers. You start reading what's on the internet. I cannot stand not having a good book. I got to have one I'm reading and maybe five reserve in the back. Just in case. And I'll read and start reading a book that I know I may not like because I need something to read. Because I'm addicted like that. Do you have addiction like that when it comes to reading books? I have addiction, and I'm proud of it. Um, that's why I always make sure I have a stash with me. Just so I don't run out of books. So I'm not waiting for the library to bring me my books to that order. Um, I always have an extra stash just in case. Also, I have an extra stash because when you go away on trips and stuff, I don't know about you. But I don't like to borrow books from the library when I go on trips because it's a three-week span that you have. Yes, you can extend it for another three weeks, but I like to have my own books because in case something happens to it, if I lose it or it gets damaged, I don't have to worry about because it's my book. But when you borrow a library book, you know, you're responsible for it. If you lose it, if it gets damaged, you have to pay for it. And that's another story I'm going to tell you, too, in a minute. Um, well, I'll tell it to you now. At one point, I borrowed a library book from the library, and they got it from somewhere else. And I know I returned the book. They swear I didn't return it. I didn't have any proof at that time that I did return it. That book cost me, like, 30 bucks. So that's why, that from that point on, I was very careful when it came to returning my library books. I keep all my receipts saying, yes, I returned the book. I always make sure I check how many books I got out because I'm not trying to pay a library no more because I don't know where you live, but where I am here in New York, 
they charge you 25 cents a day for overdue books. And since I had to pay that $30, $40, I think it was, for that book that couldn't prove I returned, never again. I, I, I'm very careful when it comes to their books. But we weren't talking about libraries. We were talking about rereading. Do you reread your books? And if you do, what is, why do you reread them? Um, is it to you like watching a good movie? Is it like going to a summer home where you feel comfortable and you know the characters? Is it because maybe you're rereading it because you missed something? Or are you like me that you read because you're desperate and don't have nothing to read? You know, it happens to all of us. It does happen to all of us. Um, let me touch on a little bit of movie. Well, actually, I don't know if this is on cable or... I. Don't think this is on regular TV, but I can't swear by it. It's called Devilish Maids. It's very good. You can find it on Tuba TV, T-U-B-I TV. Really good. It's it's so campy, but it's funny. It's about these Spanish maids who work in Beverly Hills for these families. And these families have so many issues. Uh, one family has a secret that they're not telling... Um, anyone, and it so happened that their last mate got killed, stabbed in their house. One family has, um, he left his wife for a younger woman. Now the wife is crazy and harassing them. And one family is, he's an old star. She's a young starlet and they having issues. And it, it's, like I said, it's campy. Think about the desperate housewives and how campy but funny they were at certain points. Devilish Maids are, is funny. If you just want to sit back and enjoy something that's silly and it's a train wreck and you just want to watch something that makes you laugh, watch that. Devilish Maids. You won't be sorry. And it's free on Tuba, T-U-B-I-T-V. So you can watch that. You see today how I'm talking about everything devil? Um, Devilish Maids. Um, I think Money Devils. Yeah, Money Devils 1. Must be a devil day today. <laughs> anyway, on that note, thank you for being part of A Hill's Book Review. I appreciate you. I love you. And please join. Let's share what we've read together. I want to hear what you've read. I want to hear your book recommendations. I want to hear the movies you watch. I want to hear the TV series you love. Share that right here on A Hill's Book Review. And until next time, do me a favor, read something good for me. Have a great week, a blessed week, and most importantly, a safe one.